Hey, how do you feel today? I feel emotionally elite. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like six podcasts in. Yeah. And what I notice is or seven or nine. that you do a great job asking me something. Yeah. And then I, I need, don't no. reciprocate the same question. <laughs> it's true. And then what you have to do is you have to like. Well, as for me, ask, what well, I well, think. Well, <laughs> what I think is this. And I'm, then I'm like, did Whitney only ask me this question because she wanted to give her answer? No. Yes. What? And no, so no, I'll do, I'm trying to get you to go somewhere sometimes. So I'm going to do better. We're still learning at the, remembering. If you ask me a question, you might you. have an answer for the question you're asking me. Thank you for validating my question. <laughs> Cause you ask me a question. I'm like, Oh, I know the exact answer to that. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Next subject. And you're over there like, well, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I know you do. That's why I'm asking. But yeah, we're having a conversation. That's good. So apparently our last episode, yeah, our interrupting each other went to a whole nother level. I'm going to try to not, but maybe if you ask me some questions, I won't interrupt you so much. I'm asking questions. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Then, then I'm we can, kidding. then we can, uh, we'll work on not interrupting too much. Yeah, that's good. So that everybody can hear what we're saying. We're going to work on it, but still our epic have failure. Been asking us See, to we're doing do it that. already right now. <laughs> For years, they've been asking us to do that. Unplanned. Sorry, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> we're interrupting. Um, no, yes. We also last episode talked a whole lot about emotional health. Like we referenced it, yeah. but we never went there. And so it's a good conversation. <sighs> it's, it's the most, in, the mo other yeah. than like, are you Christian? And right. are you going do to you heaven when God? you die? Right. It's and who's the most, your family? It's the most important like, question. No, it's a great topic of conversation for us. It matters a lot. And so there's no way we could possibly cover it all in one episode. Right. But I think we should at least get started because it's a huge part of every conversation that we have. Okay. So emotional health. Yep. That's, let's just define what okay. we're talking about let's first. Let's talk about that first. And then let's talk about the journey. For let's us. Let's talk about what it is and then the journey of how we realized we had to deal with this. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, so emotional health, when we say that, it means that you are okay. <laughs> that you are being steered internally by the right thoughts, not the wrong thoughts. Most often. Most often. That there isn't crazy dialogue happening right. in here. It might not be coming out, right. but there's all this other stuff happening. Right. Because that, emotions are real. Like, we're going to feel feelings. God gave them to us. Right. And God has to. emotions. Right. Yep. But then what we do with them, how we process them, how we define what's truth and reality and what's our own brain. That's where our emotional health really comes into play. Yeah. If we're healthy, we can filter it properly and respond properly. And if we're unhealthy, right. everything's affected. We hear things wrong. We see things wrong. Yeah. We end up causing all kinds of problems. We, uh, Proverbs 4.23. Yep. Above all else. Above it all. Guard your heart. Right. Guard your emotions. Right. Guard your logic center. Right. Above all else, guard it because everything. All of it. Everything you do flows yep. from your emotional health. Absolutely. It flows from your heart. Yep. So the way that I pastor this church, it flows from my emotional health. Of course. The way that I lead my family right. flows from my emotional health. The way I treat my own physical body right. flows from my emotional health. And so when we are not healthy 
everything else suffers. Everything suffers. Even if we have a strategic plan and we follow the strategy, yeah. the logic, the yeah. details, but our emotions are out of whack, it's always going to get disrupted. It's a mess. And so uh, I think that's a pretty good definition yeah. for a start. So, okay, let's talk about, the, like Pastor Winnie said, we've got multiple episodes oh, of emotional it's health. because it's a giant journey for both of us. Yeah, or we could just sit here and talk for five hours. Well, that but too, but I, I don't think, think we'll Bailey would get annoyed with us. and We're interrupting each other a lot. Sorry. Well, no, we, we're not. Are we doing too bad? Are we talking over she each other? She says we're, too, we're okay. doing good. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about the journey of like when we realized, Okay. okay, to build a healthy organization, you don't just need tricks and tools and tactics. Right. right. You have to be healthy. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Like I see these pastors go to every conference. Right. And read every book. Yep. And try every strategy, but right. still they don't grow. Right. The tug of more is about getting to what you believe God has for right. you. It's about leveling up and all going the to the next thing. Not all the just more. some more. All not of just it. some areas. Yeah. But all of the more. Yeah. And that includes that for sure. When do you think was the first, um, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Where do we start? It, to me, it's all, it's so, it's a lot all of it that I don't know where to start. I think that somewhere along the way you go from a kid to an adult. Yeah. And like when you're a kid, your emotions, you know, you're a kid. Right. But then like, there's a point in adulthood that you're like, I don't want to be acting how I'm acting. Right. I don't want to be feeling how I'm feeling. I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. And I, I, there were moments that I realized like, man, what's coming out of me right. is not who I want to be. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right. that out of what's happening in here, it just starts coming out. Yep. And so for me, I started realizing, man, I got stuff coming out of my mouth that is in opposition to what I want to be Who I opposition want to, be. to every book, right. every leadership conference, no, everything. Right. And so it was like, well, what's wrong? Am I not smart enough or am I not okay emotionally? And I realized I'm just not, I wasn't okay emotionally. Yeah. I think that, um, as we step into adulthood, we recognize circumstances in our life, situations in our life, sometimes people in our life that have affected us or caused trauma. And so those are, probably yeah. the easiest moments to recognize yeah. we're emotionally unhealthy. Yeah. And so like we've talked about it, our dynamic, we're not married to each other. Yeah. We're married to other people, yeah. but the four of us have been really close friends for over a decade. Yeah. And in the last decade, we've all four walked through traumatic moments together. Yeah. We've all walked through breaking, breaking moments, breaking, painful, devastating. Yeah. And we've all walked through massive life changes. Yes. Like, job changes or, or family, family children, changes, children financial. changes, financial. And in that we all recognized because we knew each other so well, um, the emotional shifts in each of us too. Yeah. And I think that the relationship caused us to dig some of that out. And then our own personal tug caused yeah. us to dig it out. Yeah. So let's talk about the start of it all. Um, the start goes maybe a little deeper yeah. for the revelation. No, do it. But at Living Church, we did what we would call an anchor series. Yeah. Um, an anchor, you know, you, it's in the ground and it, it holds everything in place. Right. An anchor series for us, 
is called Above All Else. Yeah, and that scripture that you just quoted is yeah. the kind of the basis of that series. And so it was, I don't know, five or six weeks, and it might be the greatest concept that I've ever taught. Yeah. Um, and so if you're watching and you aren't a part of Living Church or you started coming after, yeah. man, if you saw, if you clicked on this video because you saw emotional health or this podcast, you've got to go and get that yeah. teaching in your heart. No, it's great. But so... I realized that I started acting in a way that isn't who I wanted to be. And uh, in that series, I tell a story about how my mom came into town. This is how many years ago? Seven? Seven, six. probably, right? My mom came into town and her and I went to the grocery store. Was when and, Titus was born or Lily? No, Lily. Lily, oh. It was a long, yeah. She's about to be eight. And so my mom week. came in for my daughter to be born and we yeah. went to Sam's and we didn't have any money. And my mom bought me some diapers and groceries and stuff. Yep. And I was just at the end of my rope. The church was imploding. Yeah. Everything that it felt like I'd built right. my life were falling apart. And so I load all the stuff in the cart, in the car, and I'm go to put the cart in the little cart corral because yeah. I'm a decent human being, right? And so I go and put it in and they have this chain um, over the like posts yeah. so that carts can't roll out. Because it's on an incline. Yeah. So I'm, inclined. Now I'm a smart person. I was almost an engineer before a pastor. Right. I understand you're supposed to lift the chain up and right. push the cart in. But I was so emotionally destroyed right. and unhealthy that I could right. not process what to happen. And I picked up the grocery cart and I threw it yep. over the chain and on top of the other carts. And I look over, my mom's just standing there watching me. Right. And my mom just has tears running down her face yeah. <clears throat> because she knows I'm not okay. Right. Right. She knows this is not who my son is. Right. He's not okay. Yep. And that that moment is like burned into my memory yeah. because I realized standing in that parking lot, this isn't who, I'm not that guy. Right. This isn't who I am. Right. What's happening? Oh, out of the abundance of my heart, shopping carts are getting thrown. Yep. And I'm being rude and mean and distant because I was not emotionally okay. Right. No, same same kind of moment for me in life that my parents uh, walked through a divorce that was devastating to our life. It shifted so many things, and when you were an adult, I was I so was you're, thirty years old. So you're when my parents got your divorced. dad was a pastor. Yep. Your mom was engaged in ministry. My whole life, they were like perfect external. When Aaron and I got married. All of our parents and grandparents were there, still alive, still married. And there was over 250 years yeah. of uninterrupted marriage between right. all of those people because my grandparents had become the pillars in life that shifted everything in their family and said, as for me and my house. Right. And we are products of that. And so And I, then now at 30, yes. after all this heritage, all this stuff starts coming out. Man, and it was devastating. So yeah. I'm finding out you know, things that I didn't know, skeletons and yeah. closets that I had never learned. And then we're walking through this traumatic season of divorce and it was painful. Like, yeah. I don't care if you are six or 16 or yeah. 36, yeah. if your parents get divorced, there's something in you that wrecks and, and just shocks your um, your system of For sure. uh, uh, your Creates foundation. Doubt. It does, it makes you feel rejected and mm -hmm. abandoned, even if nobody's rejecting and abandoning you. And man, I, uh, my personality anyway, um, fun is what I love to be. It's yeah. what I want to be. And I was doing a really good job on the outside mm -hmm. of keeping it fun and happy and exciting and not uh, allowing anyone in yeah. to the, the pain that I was feeling. 
and not really wanting to talk about it, just saying it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. I, and I'm a, I'm a care person, so I'm caring for my mom. I'm caring for this season, caring for my sisters, taking care of things. And I remember um, a day where I had ordered family photos. Mm-hmm. I had ordered family photos for Here's our good family. Story. And um, they came in the mail. And I'm a pastor, but I'm going to just be honest. Uh, so y'all better love me. Uh, but it's true. They came in the mail. And you ever order anything from FedEx or Amazon? And they just jokers. Yeah, they break it. They just be mashing it to bits. Yeah, they're like, I don't want to carry this five more feet. And they throw it on your porch. Right. And so I get I, He tossed it. I have no idea what happened. But I pick it up. And I'm so excited because they finally came in. They cost a lot of money, all the things. And the box is just crazy wrinkled to a mess and i'm like so agitated yeah and i've so shoved it so deep and covered it with like lollipops and rainbows right that it's in there but oh man as i i remember opening the box and i lost it i start screaming and to be honest i start cursing and yelling in my home about who in the world is so dumb that they would put these in without enough packaging and who in the world is so rude that they would throw it or mash it or whatever. And I'm just losing my junk about pictures. Right. And in this season, you had a roommate and I had a roommate. Well, yeah, we had we had lit some like 20 year olds in the church yeah. move in to our homes right. to kind of bless them. Right. We yeah. were allowing them to stay with us uh, in a season when they yeah were building their life. And so they were friends with each other. And so I didn't know that our roommate person was home, uh, but they were. And so they heard me because I wasn't mad about pictures. We know this. No, I was emotionally unhealthy and not dealing with the pain of what I was feeling. Right. But I was yelling about pictures. And so something came out yeah. that you didn't out even realize was in there. the abundance of my heart. And so we find out about it because, because the, the roommate calls this roommate and who says, tells us Winnie's cursing out hey, her Winnie's house. Hey, Winnie's yelling at her house. And so my friends did what my friends do. And they were just like, hey, you want to go to dinner? Hey, let's, are yeah. you okay? Are you good? And we get to dinner and immediately are like, y'all good? Yeah. I'm like, everything's good. What are you talking about? And Aaron's over there like, Help me, Jesus. Please, Lord, please. help this woman. And and so we were able to talk about it, but it was kind of the first, for me, revelation moment because Aaron had been saying, you're not okay. Yeah. But I wasn't willing to let anyone else in that yet because I was trying to keep it. Because everything else that I knew had already fallen apart. I didn't yeah. need myself to fall apart too. Yeah. And so it was a journey began that was in a very, we were kind of in the very similar season. Yeah. It was around the same time. And so because of that, we were able to go, oh wait, me me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man, it's hard. It's hard. All that stuff, it starts coming out and you start acting in a way that you don't want to act. Because the truth is, if you know Whitney, right. uh, Her kid crashed her car and ripped the whole bumper off (laughs) and she was okay. That did happen. She will tell the story later. Right. But she navigated that well. Yeah. That's a way bigger deal. Just we a few were, weeks ago. We were in Oklahoma. Right. Out of town. Right. Bumper literally ripped off lane in the parking lot. And she was, she didn't cuss. Right. She didn't yell. She no. didn't scream. She didn't smack nobody. I didn't yell at my kid. Nothing. But some right. pictures that you can probably get money back on Amazon for. Oh, they reordered. You, like they you shipped literally them lose it. Why? Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with shopping no. cart. Nothing. Has nothing to do with photos. Right. It has everything to do with our emotional health. Absolutely. And so we realized we're exploding. Yeah. What are we going to do about right. it? Right. There's a hundred stories of explosions 
that we could tell yeah. and we're transparent. Yeah. So, so like, so if you are looking for pastors that right. never threw a shopping cart or never said a swear word, you better go to another church. But the problem is they're a liar. Right. They ain't and telling you the so, truth. So, uh, we realized each individually that there yeah. was kind of a problem. And so, so th- you said it, we had to start talking first. Yeah. You've got to admit first that you got to admit I'm not okay. You're not okay. And you got to put yourself, it has to be in a place, in a trusted space. Yes. By that time, we'd be friends probably, I don't know, what, three or four years? But but we were able to be in a trusted space to say, hey, here's what's going on, and then help me, and let's help each other. And yeah. so we started a journey. We, uh, we It wasn't for either one of us the first time we'd been in counseling, but no. but it was the first time we decided to do that for that purpose, like for yeah. this like continual ongoing life purpose for us yeah we'd done it in seasons of change or or of like new marriage or babies but but this was like no i'm doing i'm right. gonna deal with the trauma i'm gonna right. deal with what's really happening. rachel and i had went to premarital counseling right and then we had been in seasons that in marriage when like turmoil hit yeah. we would go back to marriage counseling yeah. but this was the first like oh i have some issues yeah. that are causing me to navigate the world wrong this yes. is an important one Super. There was a season that I heard everything wrong. Okay. Yeah. Um, where through some hurt I went through in ministry yeah. and some offenses and some wrongdoings that happened. When you get abused, mm-hmm. you you walk through life with your fists up right. a little bit. You start fighting. And so I started hearing everything wrong. Yeah. Everything. Everything. From people in the church to leaders to staff right. to other pastors right. i started hearing it all with they're they're trying to get with me. a slant with a slant everybody yep. has an angle yeah and so i started to no i didn't realize it my friends realized it yeah and rachel and whitney and aaron kind of had an intervention right with me and said like we keep talking about our like friend interventions We've talked about it almost every episode, but hey, we do it. If you don't have friends that are allowed to have an intervention, right. then they're just drinking buddies. It's true. You're just eating fajitas and queso together or, and you're just watching movies. Yeah. Are you trying to get towards more? Right. If you have a tug towards more, you need people in your life that will be willing to have an intervention with you. True. And it doesn't have to be like on TV. There's no right. cameras there. They didn't write me a bunch of letters. Right. And I was this is say, how your bad decision affects my life. I was going to say for us, they're so a part of our life yeah. that they're not these giant oh. big things. They're just, Hey, can we, we talk have about one every this? new year's at new year's oh, we yeah, sit we around and we talk every... about like, how are we? What's okay. We do it every time we go yeah. on a trip together. Right. And so they prayed for me Yeah. and I had to like let this thing fall off of my head of hearing it all wrong. Yeah. So we act wrong. We speak wrong. Yeah. We hear wrong. Right. No. And, and I think I recognize it now. Um, in other people because we've walked through it. So now oh, for yeah. our team, I can hear a complaint or a frustration or a situation and I recognize, oh no, they're just hearing it wrong. Yeah. And that now is a red flag to me that something else else is happening. Yeah. You're great at that. You have a gift to be able to read what's happening in people yeah. more than the words, but in the but heart. In the heart, yeah. And so it's a gift. I think I have discernment. You but absolutely. like you're at, you're at a different level of awareness of discernment. So is Rachel. Yeah. It's that a you spiritual can, gift. It's a gift. Yeah. And so because we know that was true in us and we know it's true in other people and now we see it, 
it's changed how we lead organizationally. Absolutely. And so at one of our Harbor Weekends, mm -hmm. which we talked about previously, it's like our staff retreat, except not at all like a staff retreat. Right. At our Harbor Weekends, we now focus on becoming what we call emotionally elite. Right. So like Tiger Woods is like an elite golfer. Yep. LeBron James is an elite basketball player. Right. Michael Phelps was an elite swimmer. And these guys who are elite level athletes, right. they have to put themselves in training right. to be the best at their sport and to be in ministry or in leadership right. or to accomplish more, you have to be elite. Right. You can't just be any scrub off the street. You gotta be handy with a steal. You know what I mean? Earn your keep. So rap lyrics, you yeah, don't know. I don't know. I was like, oh, he's Regulators! Again. Okay. <laughs> to, to be able to do those things, right. you have to be elite in your heart and in your mind. And so we because talk about it with our staff. We're going to be emotional athletes. Right, because if we are leading other people, they can yes. only rise to the emotional level that the leadership is yeah. at. And it's an emotional job. Absolutely. And it's not just pastoring. No, I've referenced anything. before my right. mom and dad own a cleaning business. Right. And all the time they would have girls that work for them. They would have issues at home or car broke down. It's emotional there too. Well, if you love it, Jesus. We've, we've got a home builder in our church right. and I was talking to him about right. the, how the hardest thing is navigating staff. Right. It's all emotions. If you love Jesus and you lead anything, you're pastoring where, wherever you are. Yes. That's just the way it is. And so when we realize that we're pursuing elite, top level, right. emotional health, what do you have to do to be there? Right. What did Tiger Woods have to do? Right. What did Michael Phelps have to do? How many hours was that dude swimming to right. win gold medals? No, right. Okay, how many hours do I need to be in conversation about right. bettering me? Right. How much counseling do I need to go to? How vulnerable and naked do I need to get in front of trusted community to actually fix it? Right, and so we, for us and our team and our, our spouses, like we have a deep level of emotional, um, um, latitude with each other that we're allowed yeah. to speak into and shift and change. That may not be the culture everywhere, but that's how it is here. Yeah, uh, elite athletes, that what they consume is a big deal. And so what we, as elite emotional people, what we consume, what we allow in our space, yeah. the, the, the environment we put ourselves in, the, man, there's so many pieces. The things we repair, we are not gonna walk with limps, we can't. No. Michael Phelps cannot swim if he's got like a busted, what's this muscle? Bicep. Bicep, No, he you, can't do you've it. Got to, you've gotta rehab all that stuff. Right. And so like all of us have went through trauma. Yep. All of us have had a pain. Right. Rachel walked through pain. Aaron walked through massive pain. Right. All of us have had these things in life and if we don't deal with them, right. we just keep on limping. Right. And can't nobody win a race if you're limping. No. You cannot win a tug of war fight if your arms broke. No, and, and if so, you're on a team and, and they're going to more, you're just gonna get left behind. Yeah. If you're not willing to deal <sighs> with it. You're gonna get left behind. You know, it's funny, we can't go too much longer, but it's funny because we've had a lot of transitions at Living right. Church. And just because what somebody does on the stage <clears throat> looks good. Right. And they are no longer on the no. team. It has nothing to do with what they produce on the stage and everything to do for us right. at our for church. Us, in our, there in might our be some dynamic. church, as long as you can do this on stage, you can keep your job. But if, if you're not emotionally healthy and right. you refuse to keep going to counseling, which we right. pay for, you, you, I was going to say nine out of 10, nine out of every 10 transitions, not that there's been 10 recently, but are because of an emotional elite issue. Exactly.
we we that that's that that is unwilling right. to make progress. Make progress. Progress is fine. Yeah. Progress is where we all are. Grace, 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 grace. Savage. Right. It's how it's how we have to do if no, we're going to get to right. more. Right. We are. We 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 have to. We had to a long time ago define what the most important things were, and the most important things for us is emotional health. Yeah. In leading, and so it's just it's a non-negotiable. Okay. Next episode. Yep. We're going to jump into this idea a lot more. Okay. So we've talked about kind of the beginning, yeah. how we realized we have to pursue emotional health. Okay. And then now we've kind of went to the end right. a little bit of what do we need to do to, why is it important right. to be emotionally healthy? How do we stop having but what's everything we did in the middle? Picture ep like episodes and moments, but yeah. instead what do we do in those moments to c calm down and to yeah. be real? So keep tuning in. That's right. Keep connecting. Yeah. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. One of the most important things for us is for people to be connected and yeah. engaged with what we're doing. Absolutely. And so subscribe, click, follow, share, all the things. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if you ever don't have access there, you can get on Spotify. Yeah. Or I don't Apple know, Podcast. Apple's doing some new thing. We're trying to navigate how all that's working. And so, man, keep listening. Yeah. Keep engaging. Yeah. Because there's more for you. That's right. We believe in you.